Hi, and welcome to the Pioneer Ladies Podcast. We are ladies who are employed here at North Arkansas College, the home of the pioneers, hence the Pioneer Ladies. This podcast was created as a way to connect with you, our students, and provide tips, tricks, and resources to help you navigate college life. We are sponsored by Student Support Services, Career Pathways, and the Learning Resource Center. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Pioneer Ladies. Today with your host, myself, Emily Aikens with TRIO Student Support Services, Andy Esters with TRIO Student Support Services, and Brittany Harris with Career Pathways. Today, our guest is Mel Clip. She is uh, one of our psychology instructors here at North Ark. Welcome. Hi, thanks everybody. Really happy to be here. Yay. So today, yay. <laughs> today we will be talking a little bit about mental health. Andy, if you want to get us started into that. Yeah, so again, thanks for coming, Mel. Uh, last Was it last week or the week before? No, last week was spring break. So the week before spring break, <laughs> We actually had a little workshop for everybody who did not attend from TRIO. We had a little workshop where Mel came and uh, gave our students some advice and some tips and tricks on how to deal with stress and anxiety as a student. Um, And honestly, it was so good. That's why we were all kind of like, well, why don't we just continue this theme for today? So Mel, why don't you kind of, Tell us a little bit about stress and anxiety as a student. Like, what does that look like exactly? And how can we start recognizing it in each other? So maybe as students or as faculty, we can start, you know, like if we see some one of these signs, like we know what to do kind of thing. Absolutely. And it's really important that we pay attention to each other, especially in this type of atmosphere. Going to college for the first time or even if you're into your second semester can be really stressful. There's a lot of things that um, can cause stress and anxiety for college students. Um, Lack of sleep. Uh, We don't think about it, but we really need a good night's sleep just to make sure that we're motivated and that we can focus in class and focus on what we're doing loneliness, that really helps a lot. We're disengaged right now, especially with all the social distancing and staying on our equipment so much is causing this disengagement. Um, We have that from our friends and from our family. We have academic factors. We're really worried about studying too much, not studying enough. Our grades, are we going to graduate? How are we going to do on that next math test? hate math. (laughs) New new studies have actually shown that um, a lot of the psychological well-being is being replaced by these electronic communications. So that is causing a lot of anxiety um, amongst our students. And what we really should be looking for is that individual that is excessively worrying. They're relentless, uh, agitated, maybe some fatigue even when they're having that difficulty concentrating in class, those are the individuals we really need to start paying attention to. Are they hyperventilating? Are they breathing really fast? Are they having shortness of breath? Um, It can even become physical as in aches and pains, your chest will hurt, your neck and back pain, exhaustion, headaches. I mean, there's a lot of things to really pay attention to. Watch for those individuals that start to seek um, being out by themselves, they're really disassociating from other people. They want to be alone a lot more, and that's really out of character 
for them. So if you find an outgoing person and they're really keeping to themselves more often, those are the individuals you really want to stop and talk to. Um, look for appetite changes, you know, eating too much, not eating enough, things like that. Procrastination, I mentioned a couple weeks ago in that seminar, is one of the major finds when it comes to stress and anxiety among college students. Um, I do have a couple of things that um, I wanted to bring up if we've got time. Uh, things not to say to someone who is overwhelmingly stressed out or has um, problems with anxiety. Do not tell these individuals to calm down. <laughs> yes. It's like that does the opposite of calming it, someone down. It absolutely does the opposite. Someone tells you to calm down. The last thing you're going to do is calm down. I, I'm the same way, yes. <laughs> I've always done the comeback if like somebody would ever say, okay, it's okay. Calm down. I'll be like, I am calm. Like I'll <laughs> come back with that. Like, freak out. In your least calm voice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Promoting more stress and anxiety, right? <laughs> um, don't tell them that the problems aren't a big deal. Um, it's all in your head. It's not just in their head. It's physical too. And it is a big deal. Our problems are a big deal to us and they matter. So telling someone that it's all in your head and it's not a big deal, that's going to cause them to shut down and they're not going to come forward. They're not going to talk to you. So we need to kind of validate. Validate. Be mindful. Thank you. Absolutely. Listen to them. Put down your device and actually pay attention to what they have to say because they're important. Show them that they're important. Help them seek help. If they don't want to talk to you, talk them into finding somebody that they can talk to, somebody they can rely on. And there's a lot of people here at the college that you can do that with. Mm -hmm. Your advisors, the people here at TRIO are amazing. You guys are all amazing. Um, talk to your instructors. We are your first line of defense on this. We are here to help you. So take advantage of us, please. That's what we're here for. Well, I guess like um, one thing that I wanted to say as well, just to kind of add on, to recognizing if someone has anxiety or, you know, stress or something like this. I, I'm not sure about you, Brittany, but I know with me and Emily, I've had students who would, you know, like they would just do a phone call and they are asking just a simple question. They just want to know about a class or something. Right. And yep. then suddenly I'm hearing the life story of, you know, I can't believe that this is happening. I am stuck in this house with all my kids and they're screaming and I'm having such a difficult time and, you know, and I'm not singling anybody out because there's actually been multiple calls like this. And sometimes they just, I'm, I've been on the phone for 30 minutes, just somebody talking nonstop because it just sounds like they want to get it out. Well, sometimes yeah. that's the best just to, to talk about it, get it off your chest. I mean, yeah, and that's that's one of the things like if I have students like specifically like the health programs, you know, if they fail out or have a bad test or something and I know that they had some trouble with it, I'll call them and be like, OK, like, how are you feeling? You know, how how is everything going with this? And then they're like, oh, you know, it's whatever. And then they just like spill out, um, you know, and it's good to give them that time. But, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's hard I'm getting like all tongue tied here, but, you know, talking about how it shows up differently in different people. I mean, I've had students come into our office, broke out in full hives 
because they've had so much stress. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's just crazy to think about like how it shows up in hives. And they're like, it, it's not that. It's got to be something else. I'm like, I think you are way too stressed right now. Like, let's talk about what you got going on and see if we can figure this out. And they'll even go to the doctor. And that's, yeah, that's what they tell them. It's just stress-induced. Everything yeah. psychological is biological. It manifests in some weird ways sometimes. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and again, you're just talking to these students. I've had these students call me at home too, just to go over a simple assignment. And it, it had nothing really to do with that assignment. They just needed somebody outside their home to talk to for five minutes. Yep. Just and I think it's, yeah, I think it's mainly because of COVID too. You know, it's like you were saying, like right now we're having this social distance where we're almost desensitizing ourselves from people now. Like we're, as human beings, we crave interaction right like we all want to like have have a conversation with someone we really want to do that even as introverts but, are struggling right now so. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm kind of both like there's days where I'm super chit chatty and then there's days that I'm just like you know mentally I just want to take a break and I just kind of I'm more quiet and I'm sure in the office everybody kind of would say that too is sometimes I'll be chit chatty and then there's times I just got to mentally take a break but whenever I crave talking to someone my poor husband has to get the bulk of bulk <laughs> of because he's the only one in my house and so I'll just go on this big ranch or something and he's like uh-huh uh-huh mm, yes I, I think <laughs> he's got it on cue now so at least it helps it does help <laughs> Absolutely. And and now we've been accustomed to this new norm for, you know, a little over a year now, and now we're going to be coming back. And so right. that could be something too, because now we're used to social distancing. We're used to pulling away from people. And now what kind of stress and anxiety is that going to bring to our students now? Uh, those fears of coming back and talking to people again, or am I going to be nervous to see my friends? Um, what's going to happen? Is it possible that we'll still get sick or not? Those uncertainties, mm-hmm. those can really cause some major stress and anxiety just right there. So that's something we're going to have to watch for when they come back as well, is that going back from one norm to another and all those changes. Now, I had a quick question for you, Mel, and I'm sorry if, like, if anybody else has questions, I'm just kind of butting in here. I'm, like, um, curious. I'm, I'm really big on mental health, and I've done, like, different coaching uh, certifications, stuff like that, to prepare myself more, because I guess I wasn't, being an instructor and being a teacher, I've, I was a teacher before coming here. And, you know, you deal with student problems, different types, you know, but when I came here, I don't know, how do I, how do I phrase this question? I'm not a, I'm not a trained psychologist and I don't want to sit here and say, I don't want to give advice or something like that because then I feel like I'm in a predicament of, well, that's not really my position you know and I maybe Brittany and Emily you guys probably feel the same way it's like people come to you asking for advice of well what should I do and it's like I don't know I mean I can't you're not we're not licensed to give out medical advice or things like that so what kind of advice would you give to people like faculty and staff 
for us who, who, how do we prepare for something like that? Like, what could we say to a student who's clinically like they, they're depressed, they may be suicidal, you know, how are we, how could, what advice could you give us if something, a situation like this came up? I would say the best advice to give is try to remain calm because when you start to stress, it's going to bring that out in those students even more. Evaluate the situation. If you think that they're a danger to themselves or others, then you need to put, go into contact with like um, Mr. Gear, stuff like that, or, you know, call the suicide hotline, information like that. But if you're just talking to a student because they're very stressed out, don't give advice. They're really mm -hmm. just looking for someone to listen to them, to be there, to hear what they have to say mm -hmm. and acknowledge that their problems are real. And a lot of times it just takes a few minutes of them expressing this out loud. They can come up with their own solutions. Right. You know, ask them, what do you think you would tell a friend to do in this situation? You know, things like that. A lot of times these realizations, these eureka moments will will actually come to them because they are so um fixated on the problems themselves and so fixated within that stress, they already know what they need to do. They just need to get it out into the open and hear themselves say it. Mm -hmm. So don't give them advice. Let them come up with their, their answers on their own. Mm -hmm. Again, unless you've evaluated and you need to, you do need to take that step further for their own safety. I was just asking that because I know that there are times that we we may or may not, and hopefully none of us would ever experience that. I like I, I can give one example. I mean, I've had a student who calls me just in tears. You know, she just does not know what to do. She's overwhelmed. You know, and it was just I did not. All I could do was just listen and let her get it out, and then try to reassure. Her. But she was reaching out of what do I do? I'm so unhappy and I, I can't get out of this. And I was like, I, that's where I feel tongue tied. Cause I'm like, I can't give you that kind of advice. And then I feel awkward, like saying, well, if you go to this person, because you've established that connection, right? Like you, you know, really? this person and that's, that's where I think I have struggles with sometimes. I'm not sure about everybody else, but I struggle with that sometimes because I want to be helpful. But Absolutely. there's yeah, only so I mean, much I can do. <laughs> that's a hard thing to get past. And I mean, that's something I've had to work on myself. Um, and I just, I mean, I just start asking questions, you know, listening to them, asking questions to figure out like what the root of the issue is that's going on. And if it's something that maybe we can work through together or if they do need a referral to someone. Um, but just getting them thinking and talking about like really, because they may be exploding about you know, their kids, you know, not getting their kids to school on time or their kids making them late or something. But then there's a completely other issue that's really fueling everything. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just try to talk to them, ask questions and kind of work them through it to figure out like what the root is and what maybe we can start working on. Or like I said, refer them out to somebody that can actually give them that help that they need. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Letting them know they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, we're, we're all out here in this um, on this world together. You know, we're definitely not alone out here. Let them know that you're, they're not alone. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things, too. Like, you know, if I have students that are having some, a specific issue, I can say, you know, like, well, you're actually the fourth person this week that has came to me with this. So, like, you know, it's not you. You're not the only one having this problem. Um, and, you know, it's it's not the end. You know, we can work through this. We can figure out a solution. Sometimes. Uh, 
that validation to see somebody else is going through it too is yeah. like, oh, not just me. Yeah. And that alone can re relieve some stress and then they can start working on the issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hopefully some of this will change when we come back on campus. But again, we're going to have to watch for those individuals that are going to, you know, start surfacing those craziness that's coming back to going back into a different kind of norm. Again, another change. And not everybody's really great with change. No, and this year, full of them. So. It, it has been. Yeah. Yes, it has been. So. Mel, I have a question. Um, see if you can, you know, talk about this a little bit, but what do you recommend for students to do when they're super stressed or having a lot of anxiety going on? Like what are, I mean, I know everybody has different coping mechanisms and different ways to handle it, but what are some things that they can try to help them, you know, take a breath and, you know, stay on track and keep going forward? Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that. Um, organization is key. If you can get organized, um, grab a schedule, schedule pencil things in, uh, take time for yourself, a hobby, something that makes you happy. Um, maintain good eating habits. When your body is healthier, you feel better and that can help you cope with stress a lot better. Uh, get exercise, especially on these beautiful days. You'd be amazed at just going outside and breathing that fresh air in how more, how it will relax you a little bit. Um, my children think that it's hilarious that I say this all the time, but I, I always say walk barefoot through the grass. <laughs> There's nothing like making a connection barefoot in the grass on a beautiful day that can just make it so surreal and your stress just starts to leave you. Um, think happy thoughts too. And I know that sounds a little bit weird, but when we constantly stay in that stage of depression, we're constantly thinking about the things that bring us down. It continues to bring us down. Um, look at some great memories, some pictures, things like that. Talk to some great friends, reach out and have those conversations. Um, my, my son used to say, fake it till you make it. And, and it's actually true. Uh, put that smile on your face and in that fresh air and talk to some friends and that will actually start relieving that stress and it'll keep you feeling good it'll keep you happy and that's what you really need to do especially right now going into summer that's mm -hmm. what and we're in the we're in the ozark mountains there's beautiful scenery to go and just look at every day right oh go for a hike <laughs> Well, there's so much out in this area to do, you know, taking a movie at the, the drive-in in Marshall. How fun is that? Uh, you can even still social distance in cars that way if that's what you so chose to do. Um, and again, um, get enough sleep. Stay away from caffeine too late at night. Uh, try to stay away from alcohol altogether. Um, things like that. Don't uh, jump into a vice to hope and help that it's going to help you relieve that stress. Pick good, healthy choices. All right. Well, does anybody else want to ask any questions or are we, could we wrap it up? Um, that was all great advice. Yes. I, just, I mean, they want to go outside and go on a hike now. <laughs> yeah. Like now I'm like, I want to go sit outside in the sunshine and like, you know what? Let's work outside today. I feel like I need that. I agree. I mean, we're sitting here and we're watching and there are people walking around outside right now, just really enjoying the nice, beautiful weather. Yes. We need to do that. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for coming and talking to us. It was awesome. Great information that hopefully we can use to help our students and 
our students reach out to us and thank you for having me i really appreciate the opportunity to help our students yes all right well thanks thanks everybody for listening to this month's podcast of the pioneer ladies with our special guest mel clip so once again thanks mel for joining us and stay tuned guys for next month's uh, it's april right next month is april yes, yes. i'm starting yes. to lose track of months now uh <laughs> so stay tuned guys for our april uh podcast and we'll catch everybody later bye guys Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pioneer Ladies today. Please watch our next podcast for more advice and inspiration.